The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my good pal, partner in crime, Mr. Jason Kupsik. What is up, sir? Oh, it's, well, it's Halloween. It's right? fucking Halloween, bro. Happy fucking Halloween. <laughs> Happy Halloween to you, you and yours. Are the kids excited? Yeah, pretty stoked. I'm kind of I'm kind of excited too. I like uh, it's like Christmas, you know what I mean? I love it. Mine's a little old now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. When was I? I don't know if I remember this myself. I don't really. I can't really think of when. When was the last time you went trick or treating as a child? Like I think I was. How old were you? I think I was ten. I think that was the 10. last time. Yeah, I think I was ten years old. That was it for me. That seems kind of young. Yeah, and then I just started, I uh, started, you know, hanging out with friends and doing like the parties and things like that. You know what I mean? And then it's like now, Christ, now it's like you know, running and operating like a, a haunted house or whatever. It's like I can't wait for October to just stop, <laughs> like Jesus Christ. The manor been booked pretty much every night. Oh yeah, we're just, and we're just busy, you know, all the time. Like people are coming in for tours and all that shit. Just oh my god, it is what it is. Is that really going to stop? I mean, that's, November first. <laughs> no, like the the overnights and all that stuff. We are booked solid, you know. But uh, I don't know. Like the tours do drop off a little bit. That's for sure. So it shouldn't be too bad. Yeah. So hell yes. Now what the fuck? What else is going on? Working my ass off. Fuck that. I don't want to talk about that. That's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> that hell sucks. with that. Oh my god. Gotta love it. Jesus Christ. So what are you doing for Halloween? You're just gonna be passing out candy? You're just gonna be like throwing eggs at kids? What are you what are you gonna be doing? Probably not a whole lot. Yeah? I mean, we'll have home? the light on, I think, for the house, but yeah. we've never really gotten a ton of trick-or-treaters in the past anyways. Sure. Now, see, like, this section of town that I live, we're right by the park and on kind of what's called, like, the square. You know what I mean? So, literally, like, I, I mean, we'll easily have three to 400 kids tomorrow. It's crazy. I didn't even know that many people lived in your town. There's yeah, no shit, right? Well, there's there's <laughs> twelve hundred people that live in town. So I mean, basically a quarter of those sons of bitches are <laughs> going to be knocking on the door. <laughs> now, how much does that cost you in candy? Uh, you know, it wasn't that bad. Okay, so this year I went out and I spent a hundred dollars on candy. Jesus, was, that's more than I hundred bucks. I've I've never spent more than twenty bucks on candy. Really. I mean, I've always before this place. I've always lived in apartments, but you're like the I'm fucking kidding. you're like the Halloween version of fucking Scrooge. You're booge. That's what you are. I, I you're don't booge. Necessarily mean that, but um, <laughs> okay. Like, so I live basically in the same neighborhood that I grew up in. Yes. I live yes in a different side of it, but I mean, when I was younger, I don't think. My parents got nearly that many, maybe twenty five, thirty. Oh, okay, kids, okay. Uh, on Halloween night, yeah. maybe. So, and then like it's kind of nice because you know sometimes like they the kids just don't show up. You know what I mean? So then you well, got a few pieces here now. Yeah, I don't want to fucking talk about that. Look, <laughs> bro. God damn it! Oh my god. So with the winter that we had last year, 
like with the the terrible amount of snow that we had last year. It was uncanny. It was ridiculous, right? I made it uh, a point. I said I'm not scooping an ounce of snow. I'm not going to do it this year. Fuck that. I'm not doing it. So I went out and I bought a snow blade for my uh, lawnmower, right? My riding lawnmower or whatever, and I installed that son of a bitch. <laughs> and so I've got the uh, tire chains that are actually, uh, you know, they're coming apparently, but whatever. But uh, that's been like the last last few days of my life has been installing that. That damn blade and all that fun stuff. You know, uh, I can't picture a man our age on a lawnmower with a blade. That's an old man thing. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm feeling kind of old because I'm not. Have you? You've been to my house. You've seen my driveway. It's fucking huge. And bigger than yours. Fucking story of my life. Wider and longer. Story of my life. But here's the deal. (laughs) But here's the deal. It's like, well, that's a very common tale. But I also live on a corner lot, so I've also got the sidewalk going all the way up and down and all. Oh, my God. It's so yeah, much. I don't have a sidewalk. But I do have my father who yeah. plows other – like he plows for a company during the wintertime. It's like his friend's small company. But so we – if it's more than a few inches, he always yeah. just comes by and plows it at the end of the night. Call so. Mr. Plow. That's my name. That name again is Mr. Plow. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Holy hell, buddy. But, yeah, so I'm not uh, I'm not, I'm not. not scooping this year. I'm just going to be plowing. I'm just going to be plowing. That's it. I, you got to get video of that. Oh, come on, time. buddy. Of course. So I also got a GoPro, right? So I'm going to strap that fucker to, like, my head. And you know, I'll be singing along. He's probably singing that Mr. Plow theme song while while I'm out doing it. Well, you know, speaking of Mr. Plow, <laughs> you should go check out Pod Bros. Yes. Not Pod Bros. <laughs> Shit, we got to cut that out. Pod Belly. I'm keeping it. I'm keeping her in there. Just... We still love Pod Bros, we but do. we moved on to podbelly.com. That's right. We did indeed, my friend. We have moved over. Podbelly.com. Guys, if you haven't checked them out yet, uh, you're you're really doing yourself a, a disservice, especially if you enjoy if you enjoy podcasts, uh, guys. This is kind of amazing. Like honestly, like Jesus Christ, there's all sorts of fun stuff. Something for everybody. That's that is for sure. Um, yeah, we're not sure yet. Warning: You will be offended. Is another show that's on there. The podcast. I mean, God, guys, uh, Sofa King podcast is on there. The dark, and again, and I've already mentioned this show before, The Dark Multiverse of Stephen King. It's good. It is so good, especially for like guys like us, Koopsik, who enjoy Stephen King, enjoy the multiverse of Stephen King, which, by the way, I started watching, I started watching Castle Rock. Yeah, I haven't gotten to the second season yet, and on uh, no. It is out now, but I haven't. Oh, is it out? Yet. See, I haven't. Yeah. Well, I don't I'm know only... yet because last time I checked. So I watched the first season when it came out last yeah. year. Yeah. But the second season, when I went to check, which could have been a month ago now, it wasn't on there yet. Right. So I think it just dropped at some point. I don't know. But it's been recent. It's been recent. I just hope that it continues the way it's continued. Like, I'm really into the show. I enjoy the show. Uh, and so I'm really, really liking where they're going with it. I just hope that they don't shit the bed with it. Like, for example, one of my favorite Stephen King stories was Under the Dome. I fucking loved Terrible Under the Dome. Terrible show. It was I such get past, like the third no, episode. Exactly. So Under the Dome, just uh, as a reference point here, guys. Like I have read Under the Dome six times. No, yeah, six times. I have done Under the Dome six times now. And I was so excited for that show. And the first couple episodes, I was like, ah, okay, yeah, maybe. It, it just, oh, my God, it just felt a shit. It was terrible. Absolutely terrible show. So I hope, I hope that Castle Rock does the multiverse some justice. That's what I hope. It's definitely better, and it's not. Yeah, it's good. 
you know, it's the, the thing is also, I don't, as far as I know, it doesn't follow a particular story. Right. It's just in the world of yep. Stephen King. Um, yeah. Which, with bits and pieces, but yeah. there, yeah, it's been a year since I've seen it, but it's, there isn't any particular thing that's from one of his stories. Right. And the plot line, especially. Right. No, it's good, though. It is good. It's well written. That's for damn sure. And it's really cool shots. I like it. I like it. So, what stories do you have? We'll, we'll no. do the Halloween stuff on oh, the second. Okay. Stuff. So, basically, like, I just, there was this one thing that caught my eye. Okay. Um, and it's more of a poll that they did. The uh, British market research from YouGov, um, specifically talking to Americans here about their opinions on ghosts, demons, and other paranormal entities, right? So it's just a, a general poll. Um, 45% of Americans believe that ghosts and demons either definitely exist or probably exist. 45%. That's pretty good. Uh, now, <laughs> I will also say that 13% of people out there uh, believe that vampires are real. So fuck me, right? <laughs> no. Um, but now, yeah, is that traditional blood sucking vampires think, or like include psychic vampires and stuff like no, that. No, I think this is just talking about like the, the blood sucking vampires of, of the lore. You know what I mean? Now, if you want to break this down even further, guys, <laughs> this is amazing to me that they even did this. Like, why would you even do this? But Republicans are actually more likely than Democrats to believe in demons, ghosts, vampires, and other supernatural beings, believe it or not. Uh, generally speaking, let's see here. Do you think they exist? 54% of Republicans say that demons definitely exist. 37% of uh, Democrats believe so. Ghosts, 46% of Republicans, 41% of uh, Democrats the vampires is probably the most staggering. 14% of Republicans, 8% of Democrats. How about that shit? How about that shit? Good stuff, though. I, I don't know what that means. Like, I, don't I don't even know, know why you would break that down like that. I have no yeah. idea why you would decide to break that down. So then I came across, <laughs> I came across a video clip, okay? There is a woman who is very upset with a police officer, okay? She is very upset with a police officer. Uh, she's she's cock-cock duty shit crazy. The cheese has slid off her cracker. She is gonzo, batshit crazy. Um, But she she's attempting to basically, I think she thinks that the cop is a demon, because she's trying to, like, exercise the cop. Here, listen to this clip, okay? This is amazing. <laughs> so then... Okay, so then she's screaming and wailing and all that stuff because she just got tased and put to the ground, okay? So, <laughs> I have never laughed so hard in my entire life watching this video. She is coming at him with her arm outstretched like she's trying to exercise this man. And she's like, do not touch me. And then, yeah, he's, he's, I mean, she's basically coming at him. And this guy gives her like 50 feet. You know what I'm saying? Like she's chasing him basically for 50 feet before he's had enough and he just fucking tases her ass to the ground. Amazing. This... Is absolutely crazy. I don't even know where this happened. Somewhere in America, I don't know. I mean, drugs. That's cocaine's a hell of a drug, bud. Cocaine is a hell of a yeah, drug. I mean, there's a lot of other stuff out there that would probably be to blame for that. <laughs> Maybe. Now again, I think we may have talked about this the last time. I, I always bring up Rogan, right? Because Rogan always has like the best guests. Right, he has the guests sure. that I wish we could have on the ectoplasm show. Okay, but he just had Edward Snowden on there, 
Um, just for reference, if you guys wanted to check out that, it's episode like 13. Now, does he do remote shows? Because all the stuff, no. I've never listened oh, to Snowden? a show, of course, right? But so Snowden has yeah. to be remote. He's not in studio with him, Fuck, right? he's not even in America. I believe Snowden's yeah. in Russia, isn't he? Yeah, so that's okay, why I yeah, was so asking. Yeah. He, he, yeah, so for this particular case, then yes. Um, now, most of the time, though, these people are just sitting right across the table from Joe in studio. Um, but yeah, in this case, it's definitely, <laughs> definitely, uh, I, I don't even know. Probably Skype or something like that. But uh, Ed Stone, it says, no stranger to conspiracy world and the wider uh, media. Now in exile in Russia, Snowden has once again emerged in the media, albeit this time on Joe Rogan's podcast. Snowden presently confronts many controversial topics such as chemtrails, climate change, and the topic of Area 51. Um, Like any other person with a curious mind... Snowden went on in search of finding answers to many pressing issues within the U.S. government's confidential servers. For example, Edward Snowden further elaborated that the moon landing actually did occur. So we can put that shit to bed because Snowden said so. Now, he also confirmed that climate change is indeed real, whilst chemtrails aren't a real thing. So there you go. Snowden stated that he is aware uh, that many individuals, including, including, excuse me, his host Joe Rogan, and renowned astrophysicist, fuck, I can't talk, Neil deGrasse Tyson, uh, want there to be aliens. Despite this, the NSA whistleblower reaffirms that having uh, had immediate access to highly confidential data spanning across all the major U.S. government agencies, including the NSA, CIA, the military, and amongst other groups, he was unable to find anything remotely related to this topic. Now, he believes that if the data does in fact exist, then the government has to be hiding them very well to that point that even persons on the inside aren't able to have access. What say you, sir? Um, the moon landing happened. Yeah. Chemtrails are a fucking lie. They're fake. But climate change is indeed real. But yeah, chemtrails are bullshit. The moon landing happened. Now what? <laughs> I, 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 just because he has had access to something. The thing is, it, he had access how long ago now? How long ago has this been? Was it two thousand and fucking seven? Well, even then, it's more of for me. He probably didn't have access. Did I lose you? I just fucking no, lost you. Okay, I was like, what? There. Something clicked there, but I yeah, it. I mean, I doubt he had access to everything. Right. So. <laughs> I'm reading because some of these he comments. saw some files about the moon or whatever he that made him think that that happened or to think that chemtrails didn't happen or aren't happening just because he didn't see anything to say that you know that they did or didn't happen doesn't mean that he had access to them yeah and I would totally agree with that I'm just reading some of these comments here, and this one guy says, Snowden is dead. This is just a puppet. (laughs) That could be true, too. Maybe he's trying to get back to America. Did you ever ever see the the film? No. With, uh, God damn it, what's that kid's name? He was on, like, Third Rock from the Sun. Remember that kid? Gordon Levitt? That's him. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, so he played Snowden. Yeah, I've never seen it. Never saw it. I've seen like on streaming, but I've never watched it. It's not a bad flick. I mean, it's it is kind of boring. I'm not gonna lie to you, but it is it's not a bad flick. It's really not. What do you think of old Snowden, buddy? Mm, You think? No, let's let's be honest here. Let's be honest for just a second. Is this is this guy? I mean, is he a is he just a complete fucker, or is this guy a fuck? Is he a national hero? 
I'd have to refresh my memory on all of the stuff that he had been a part of or releasing. But yeah, so basically the NSA, the biggest thing that he did was basically say, "Okay, listen, I worked for the NSA for X amount of years or whatever. Here's all this, all these files, all this data on how they're listening to you. Um, what they're actually doing, like plugging right into your cell phones, basically. And, you know, this is what they're up to. This is how long they've been doing it and all that shit. Like, he just so, yeah, blew the so whistle on it. Um, it's, it's Assange that released stuff that actually put people in risk, right? right. Risk, like right. spies and whatnot. Yeah, Julian I, Assange I, I, is in prison for sure right now, yeah. but I believe he's, I mean, he's definitely not in this country. I forget where exactly he was captured. Uh, yeah, but he's I don't know. So I think he's up for trial soon. I, I think know. that I I don't know. Dude, I, it's I, tough, of course, right? I I am so jaded by it now cuz clearly it didn't change anything. It changed nothing. The revelation that <laughs> right. this you know cons- quote unquote conspiracy theory that had been out there for years right. was true. It was actually true. And it's not so that far-fetched anyway, to begin he, with. He risked a lot to affect very little change. You know, and that's another thing, right, is the fact that he risked. Like, he, he will never have what we would consider to be a normal life, right? Like, he will never have that again. Um, good God. Like, he even said, you know, he would love to come back to America someday. But... I, I don't see that happening, bro. I, I really don't. Unless, let's say hypothetically, he comes back to America and they're just like, okay, uh, the damage has been done. You are forgiven. Go live out your life. And then mysteriously within like three weeks, he he's dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? I could see that. Yeah. Stranger things have happened. I don't know, man. I mean, I'm... I'm... I don't it, clearly he's having to I don't really know how he's relevant in you know, 2019. Well, okay. Why he's relevant in 2019 and I'm just going to throw it out there is because he is deemed a he has the title of whistleblower. And that's why because now we have all of this talk about the whistleblower and, and Trump and, and the Ukraine and all of that stuff, that's that noise that's going on in the background. That is why he has now kind of come back in, because all of these people want to know. Like, for fuck's sake, I saw him. Uh, he did an interview. Snowden did an interview. Um, it, it was on uh, Comedy Central. I think it's called, like, The, uh, the Daily Show, maybe? Uh, Trevor Noah, I believe, is the guy, the gentleman that interviewed him or whatever. It's a fucking hilarious show. It really is. But he interviewed Snowden right around the same time that all of this stuff started happening, which was uh, roughly what? The beginning of October? It's been about a month now <laughs> of all this noise and chatter. But yeah, I think yeah, that's I why. I haven't much attention to it. But I think that's why he's relevant now. Well. I do believe. But yeah, so those are the stories. Those are the stories that I found. Those are the stories that I uh, just found to be interesting or whatever. But yeah, so if you want, we can take a little break right now and then get yes, into the sure. uh, get into the spooky stuff if you want. Well, it might not be anything that nobody's heard of before, but we'll talk about it anyways. Are you gonna scare me? I maybe you're gonna scare me. Am I gonna? I'm not gonna be able to sleep tonight, am I? I don't I don't know. It'll be fine. All right, come on back. <laughs> Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile, add friends, upload video, audio, and photographic evidence. Discuss theories and techniques in the forum. Create a group for your team or find a team to join. Watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. 
We are waiting for you. VidiSpace is the home of anything you want from films, music, and original shows ranging from all different topics of true crime, the paranormal, conspiracy, and so much more. You have to see it to believe it. Created by Elizabeth Saint and Nick Groff, VidiSpace is truly the future of entertainment. Join now for 15 days free and only $9.99 per month after that. Go to vidi.space. It's another world. Everyone come to our world. I don't know if you want to come into our world, but it's pretty crazy. All right, peeps. Welcome back. All right. Second half of the ectoplasm show. Koopsik, you said you got some stories. So I just... You're going to scare me. Yeah, I was trying to find some uh, true Halloween horror stories. Uh, Here we go. Um, Even like urban legend kind of stuff. I love that shit. Um, like cyanide in the candy. Oh yeah. And the only case that uh, has actually been verified. Have you heard about this? Which one? The ver like the cyanide in the candy. Oh no! Like it actually happened. <laughs> yeah. So, but it it has a twist to it. So, Ooh. in 1974, eight year old. Timothy O'Brien died on Halloween evening after eating candy laced with cyanide. Dumbass. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And so they went into this whole um, investigation to try to figure out who had done it, right? Sure. And after the end of the investigation, it was found that it was actually his father. What? What? Yeah, what? his father had poisoned him. Oh, my God. He probably thought it was the perfect crime, didn't he? Yeah. It oh. turned out the candy was poisoned by Timmy's father, Ronald, who was in financial trouble and had taken out insurance policies on his children. What a fucking psycho. It does say that it, in addition to Timmy, Ronald gave poison candy to four other children, including his daughter, Elizabeth. Thankfully... Thankfully, none of them ate it. So he wanted to try to have other kids and the daughter in the neighbor, like the daughter and a couple other kids in the neighborhood, also die of it. So the <sighs> didn't necessarily point back to him, but the what other kids the didn't fuck? eat it. Dude, uh, he was executed in 1984. Yeah, it's probably for the best. Yeah, that's uh, probably for the best. What a fucking dork. Now, do you ever see any, like, really good Halloween displays that might make some somebody make you think it might be real? Oh, I've seen a few. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Well, there in 2005, a 42-year-old woman in Delaware committed suicide by hanging herself from a tree across the street from a residential area. Oh, shit. Though the body was easily visible to passerbys and passing vehicles, no one called the police for hours because they assumed it was swaying in the wind as a Halloween decoration. They just thought it was really good. Yeah. Like, wow. Jesus Christ, sweetheart, did you see the Murphys went all out this year? Wow. (laughs) Well, this wasn't even on somebody's, like, property. This was just, like, a neighborhood piece of property. Damn. That is just nuts, though. That is just nuts. Dig it, go in a little deeper on this next one. Ooh. Five Jeez, shot man. a Texas Halloween party by man dressed as Freddy Krueger. Krueger never used a gun. Fucking assholes. Whatever. <laughs> go this ahead. From 2016. Um, this must have been from before because... Oh, anyways, a Halloween party in San Antonio, Texas, turned violent overnight when a man dressed as Freddy Krueger pulled a gun from his costume and opened fire on the crowd, shooting five people. Wow. According to police, around 5 a.m. Sunday morning, whatever year this was, a group of males showed up to a Halloween party and started causing trouble. One of the men dressed as Freddy Krueger then opened fire, shooting five people. Damn. Um... Three of the victims were taken to the hospital. 
Yeah. One of the victims tried to drive her car to the hospital. It crashed along the way. Oh, my God. Um, violence also broke out at a Halloween party in New York. What the fuck? I'm trying to see if they say who it is. Or they caught him. Wow. At the time of the writing of this article, they didn't know who it was. So he might still be out there. Yeah. Huh. The son who decapitated his mother and left her body in the street. Jesus Christ. One night in Long Island, just before Halloween, a decapitated, or in 2014, a a decapitated body laid in the street five feet away from a severed head. What? To many passerbyers, the horrific sight appeared to be a Halloween prank. Thirty-five-year-old Derek Ward had used a kitchen knife to kill and decapitate his mother, Patricia, <laughs> then carried the body and head out of their Jesus apartment. Jesus Christ! You know how hard that would be. Yeah. That would be difficult. A kitchen knife. I mean, those can I be mean, pretty sharp. I mean, if they're like yeah, the ones, that's it true. Be so bad. Like one of those but... Ginsu knives. Have you seen those? Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they cut cans, man. They do. They cut fucking cans. Well, because how many times have you just been sitting around and be like, I wish I could cut this can? And you you can't do it unless you had a Ginsu knife. Or your shoe that's made of leather. You could cut it through like maybe like a boot. Yeah. Right? <sighs> but... Come on, Ginsu uh, sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Please, yeah, call us. Um, oh, my so, God. Oh, so there's a continuation to the story. After leaving the body and the head in the street, okay. Ward jumped in front of a commuter train, killing himself. Jesus. <laughs> Ripped apart. Could you imagine Jesus. that Jesus. Hey, this kid is fucked up. Right? I mean, he's not. Oh, my God. Kid's fucked up. Kid is fucked up. Dude, that's bad. Okay. Here's something that happened um, at the Indiana State Fairgrounds Coliseum in 1963. Oh, my goodness. What happened? In 1963, many Hoosiers decided to spend Halloween night at the Indiana State Fairgrounds Coliseum watching a holiday on ice skating expedition. Unbeknownst to them, a rusty tank in the concession area began to leak gas. Oh, no. The room, which lacked ventilation, quickly filled the gas. Shit. Filled with gas. The skaters performed their grand finale. The gas reached an electric popcorn maker, triggering a huge explosion. 74 people were killed and nearly 400 were injured. Oh, my God. I've never heard of this before. No. That's a lot of people to die in an explosion. (laughs) I mean, I guess it was, you know, 50 years ago now. Wow. 56 years ago. It's just crazy. All those little kitties watching Holiday on Ice. Yeah. That's like, so, in it, there, it's, you know, it's not Halloween, it's, um, it's, uh, Easter, but all the kids were doing the Easter egg hunt in the factory that blew up. Yeah. That sucks. That sucks. This next one's titled The Japanese Exchange Student Who Knocked on the Wrong Door. For God's sake. 25 years ago, 16-year-old Japanese exchange student Yoshihiro Hattori dressed up as John Travolta's character from Saturday Night Fever (laughs) and headed out to a Halloween party in (laughs) Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Okay. Tragically, he was mistakenly dropped off at the wrong house. Oh, no. And the homeowner, panicked by his unexpected visitor, shot and killed a Tory. Shot and killed him. The homeowner was later acquitted of any wrongdoing. Hold up. Because they thought he was an intruder. Oh. Uh, Hattori's mother, Miko commented on the 20th anniversary of her son's death. I've been observing American society for the past 20 years. The ongoing situation there has been incomprehensible to Japanese. 
I want to encourage more ways to adopt gun control. Oh. Huh. But yeah, so I mean, I I understand. So I doubt this Japanese foreign exchange student was trying to break into the house. I mean, he was probably just knocking on the door, trying to come, in, you know, trying to get to the party. Oh God, probably. My God, though, that's just crazy, bro. It's crazy. Wow, I didn't hear about this. Oh. There's only one person. So, uh, in Scream, killers wearing ghost face masks callously murder the people in their town. Chillingly, on Halloween night 2013, someone wearing the same ghost face mask shot and killed 19-year-old Anthony Seabury before disappearing into the New York night, and they have no idea who it was. What? Oh, my God. That's pretty fucked up. Yeah, it was 7 p.m. You know, it's probably just a gangland killing, and he decided yeah, to wear that mask. But Probably. Good Lord, though. This is crazy. I've never, have you ever heard of the Q Beach Riot? I have not. Where thousands of high schoolers fought police throughout Halloween night? <laughs> no, but I'm intrigued. Yes, I am too. I'm going to open up this, the full article. <laughs> Let's on read all, shall we? <laughs> Teenage riots, major property damage, and Halloween, how Halloween nearly became National Youth Honor Day. In Omaha. Omaha. Um, in Omaha, by 1923, Halloween had become one of the most dangerous and feared nights of the year. Oh, my. The city's. Bad boys caused havoc in the streets, damaging property and terrorizing their neighbors. Naughty sons of bitches. (laughs) The city's police commissioner came up with a solution. Uh He would recruit 500 of the city's quote-unquote worst boys to serve as special policemen on Halloween. Oh. Okay. Turning over to each a badge and a beat. <sighs> Quote, the boy police yeah. reported the New York Times will have the power to make arrests, but will report to the regular officers. Oh, my God. The psychologically deft strategy of turning petty criminals into miniature cops worked, at least according to the item's anonymous author, <sighs> who wrote, every boy in the city wants to qualify. Right. Um, the commissioner suspected that his plan would nearly eliminate mischief on the holiday. <laughs> uh, mischief comes from, oh, now they go into the definition of mischief. Let's okay. see. Okay. What is going on here? <laughs> okay. It looks like they're talking about a bunch of different stories, but let me go down oh. to the actual Q beach thing. Yeah. There's another link here. I want to get to the... Oh, they deleted it. Okay, so it says that um, in 1945, near Kew Beach in Toronto, for reasons unknown, a group of high schoolers started bonfires on a main thoroughfare, fueling them with gasoline and bits of fencing. Oh, Mounted police arrived, the Mounties. All right. Instead of turning and running, <laughs> the students threw rocks at them. Jesus and set Christ. up barricades to prevent fire trucks from entering the street and putting out the bonfires. Really? It says when police finally arrested and booked 13 of the rioters, Fuck. a mob of 7,000 young people. What? Gathered and marched down the central booking to free them, or down to central booking to free them. Okay. It took tear gas and water cannons to disperse the crowd, and bail for the ringleaders of the Q Beach incident was set at $1,000, which is about 10000 a day. 
Damn. Most of them spent several weeks in jail, and that's all it has to say about that. No 7,000 kids. Yeah. Going and knocking on the police wow, door. Wow, bro. Wow. Huh. Well, that's outstanding. Now there's more stuff about the bad boys of Omaha. Boy, I got to look into this a little more because that's fucking hilarious to me. And that's kind of another Under the Dome no, reference there right there because they did the same thing in Under the Dome. Yeah, they did it in 1938 in Boston as well. Really? Oh, no, that was something else. They said other cities did the same thing. Anyways. Huh. Let's see what's next. That is outstanding, though. The man who opened his door to find a trick-or-treater who would end his life. Oh, my God. In 1982. Kids are dicks, man. Sorry. Go (laughs) ahead. Go ahead. 1982, 69-year-old Marvin Brandlin was getting ready for bed after a night of handing out Halloween candy when there was one more knock at the door. Just one more knock. Brandlin opened the door to find someone wearing a pillowcase over their head with the holes cut out for eyes. That's cute. The figure said, trick or treat, give me your money or I'll shoot. Okay. He then pulled out a gun and ordered Brandland into his basement where Brandland kept a safe. Brandland, figuring this was a prank since only family members knew about the safe, grabbed for the gun. Oh, shit. The person in the pillowcase fired, hitting Brandland in the throat, killing him. (sighs) The killer fled, leaving the pillowcase at the scene. Uh, in Left. 2010, the pillowcase was tested for DNA, but there wasn't enough DNA to make a match. So they don't know who it is. So they have no so idea. I don't know how that they know that the figure said, trick or treat, give me your money or I'll shoot. Yeah. Because if he died. Yeah. Who else is there to tell the story? Because you don't know who else did it. Regardless. See, in all reality, this guy could have had his own mask. Yeah. And shot himself in the throat by accident in his Good. basement. Good. He also, I don't know how they could have, they must have just assumed, unless he lived for a little while, Um, they must have just assumed that he figured it was a family member. I mean, maybe. Either My that or somebody. It was his mask. He tried to kidnap a trick-or-treater that got the jump on him in the basement and shot him and ran off. Man, you really thought about this. <laughs> Tell me mine works, man. Oh, my God. I love it. I freaking love it. God, oh, man. People are fucking savages. The haunted hayride employee who, oh. when pretending to hang from a gallows, hanged himself for real. All right. Here we go. Here we go. In 1990, Chicago-area teenager Brian Jewell's job was to give hayride customers a scare by pretending to hang from a gallows. You know, you had one job, Brian. <laughs> you had one fucking job. Pretend. To hang yourself, you yeah. fucking It says Jewel had ass. pulled off the stunt just fine earlier in the day, <laughs> but that night something went terribly wrong. Yeah, shit went sideways. When the hayride approached Jewel, who was hanging from the gallows with his feet touching the ground, Cute. the tractor driver began to worry. The driver's worries only grew when Jewel fail, failed to deliver his usual speech. Oh. According to the prosecutors, there was no signs of foul play. Huh. But I guarantee that they that place was sued by the family. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They're definitely going to be suing somebody for sure. Christ, dude, that's just nuts. I don't even. The know. boys who life, the boy whose life was forever altered on Halloween because of his stepfather from hell. Fucker. On Halloween in 1984, 
eight-year-old Brian Maisie should have been enjoying a night of trick-or-treating with his sisters, yeah. Tiffany and Tamara, 11 and 10. Instead, he was subjected to a real-life horror when his new stepfather, 26-year-old David Andrews, stabbed his mother to death before chasing his sister down the hall and murdering them as well. God damn. Andrews then came into Maisie's, Macy's room, covered in blood, and kidnapped the boy. Oh, my God, dude. Two days later, police found Macy alive and ap- after apprehending Andrews, who had tried and failed to kill himself. Holy shit. Oh. Disturbingly, Andrews <laughs> struck a plea deal in exchange for his reduce for a reduction of charges he is eligible to be paroled next month what which is now the now 41 year old macy vehemently opposes wow wow huh outstanding out let's see i got another article here that's halloween urban legends that refused to die. Okay. The lunatic has hidden razor blades and apples. I'm sure you've heard I've this. I've heard one. that. Like yeah. Else. Yeah. Um, they even, so I found out that they even offered free x-raying at local hospitals during the early 90s and late 80s. Oh, man. Because of for that, people shit. to X-ray their, you know, to have their candy X-rayed before or, or apples. Like, who gives out an apple on Nobody. Halloween? Maybe that used to happen. But I don't think that happens anymore. Yeah, no. it doesn't say it in this part of the article, but it were, was confirmed a couple years ago that a man that was eating a um, caramel apple. Yeah, got a needle. Fucking love in those his things. Stomach what? that was in the apple. Son I don't know how it made bitch. it down to his stomach without getting, you know, stabbing him in the mouth or anything. Dude, no, that's just crazy to me. Freaking crazy. Most of these other ones are like LSD laced. <laughs> Temporary tattoos. Oh, sweet. All right, go ahead. <laughs> um, according to Snopes, there's never been a verified case of this actually happening. Yeah. Even though some schools occasionally sent out warnings when the rumors surfaced. Um, according to the rumors, the urgent or the urban legend has been around since the 1970s. Drug dealers have put LSD into temporary tattoos. Wow. So this is the same as like you know THC lace gummies these days. Right, right. Not on the same level of course, but this is the same, you know, the the same hype was about this then. That makes sense so. Jesus. Uh, oh, they even go into Bloody Mary saying it three times in the mirror. Have you ever tried that? I did it. I used to do it. Yeah, Bloody Mary ever yeah, show up? No, no, nothing ever happened. I was a little upset. Uh, but yeah. Dude, it could happened. still happen. It could Maybe. be real. Maybe. Did you ever try it? Yeah. 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 I mean, not anything seriously, but. Yeah. We gave it a shot. According to Snopes, nothing ever happened. Oh, they gave it a shot too, huh? Uh, killer clowns are on the loose. That really kind of happened. Not killer necessarily, but yeah. we had all the... Whatever happened to that? That whole scare died down. Was that just around the release of It 1? Yeah. the, the Yeah. And like, it was great. Like when I... <laughs> when It 1, like the first It was coming out, I remember driving home from work and pulling into my town and somebody had gone around and tied red balloons, red helium balloons to the gutters. And it was amazing. It was the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. It's, uh, yeah, I was, 
I was a happy camper that day. <laughs> it was so fucking great. I found another article with real life bodies uh, mistaken for, well, not not just mistaken for Halloween decorations, but other things from Halloween. It looks like that that 17-year-old boy that hung himself as a haunted hayride is yeah. not the only one. Jesus, people. Uh, there was two in October of 1990. The, the one we talked about, and then a 15-year-old boy in North Carolina was found hanging amid fake spider webs and plastic bats while decorating his aunt's home for Halloween. For fuck's sake. Uh, in 2001, a 14-year-old Michigan boy who was working at another haunted hayride in whom friend... Um, I don't, I don't know why they worded it that way, but they... Oh. He decided to take place of a hanging skeleton. He decided... So oh. He, oh, so, so he he's voluntarily... Awkward. Yeah, no, he felt awkward jumping out of the woods to scare people, so he decided to take the place of a hanging skeleton. Because that's better. And he struggled to remove the noose, uh, but <laughs> the observers thought it was part of the performance and watched him die. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's terrible. Oh that's a 14-year-old kid. That but... is amazing. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Imagine little Timmy just cheering him on. Yeah. <laughs> Best Halloween ever! <laughs> Holy shit. Man, that is just great. Um, in September of 2013, a 16-year-old boy from Kentucky died after spending a whole day decorating for Halloween and then decided to pretend he was hanging from a noose as a prank. Oh, my God. Like, people, use your fucking brains, guys. Like, come on. Better than that. Um, here's, uh, so this is a murder. Oh. <laughs> instead of the accidental hanging. Uh, for the better part of one day in October of 2015, people assumed the human-like figure leaning against a fence in a small Ohio town was a gory Halloween decoration. Oh, it wasn't no. until that evening that they realized it was the battered corpse of Rebecca Cade whose boyfriend had beaten her to death with Dude. a large rock. What the fuck, bro? Her face was so bloody and disfigured, neighbors were first assumed it was a Halloween prop. People are fucking weird. But at the same time, like, not defending this dude at all because it sounds like he's a fucking ass, but what better time of year to do something like that, right? He had this. He must have thought this is perfect. He must have thought it was perfect. Yeah. Good Lord. Uh, here's another suicide. In mid-October mid 2009, 2009, the body of a California man who shot himself dead and was slumped over a chair on his balcony for three days garnered no suspicion because neighbors in the apartment complex thought it was a Halloween decoration. Damn it. God, oh my God, dude. Um, here's crazy. one that a nine-year-old dressed in a Halloween costume was accidentally shot by a relative who thought she was a skunk. For God's sake. The girl was stood outside, or the girl was standing outside her Pennsylvania home during a party when the incident happened. Police say the girl is wearing a black costume and a black hat with a white tassel. Oh. The male relative apparently mistook her for a skunk and fired a shotgun, hitting her in the shoulder, arm, back, and neck. She Jeez. was rushed to the hospital following the incident at Halloween last year. It doesn't say if she died. I'm on a different article here. Wow. Just fucking wow. Bro, oh, was this guy drunk? Like, I mean... Had to have been. I'm like, I'm trying to like understand how he could just mistake. I mean, I get it, like with the colors and all of that stuff, but fuck me, like, do they grow skunks that big in Pennsylvania? I, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't think so. I don't think so. Shit, this is crazy to me. 
Uh, one of the most horrific events, recent events to happen on Halloween took place in Napa Valley, California, 2004. Housemates Adrian something and Lisa Ann something and Lauren something <laughs> had spent the evening handing out candy to trick-or-treaters. After going to bed, Lauren woke to the sounds of Adrian screaming at 2 a.m. She ran outside in horror. But after hearing screaming again, she ran back inside and discovered both her friends had been stabbed and were barely alive. Jesus. She ran out of the house and called 911. Who t- her two friends later died. Uh, the killer was Adrian's best friend's fiance, Eric Koppel, who committed the murders because he was jealous of the friendship between Adrian and his girlfriend. Well, that seems mature. That's weird. Yeah, that seems mature. Good on you, pal. Wow. Fucking dipshit. But anyway. <laughs> I have completely just lost all faith in humanity. I'm sorry. It's gone. Just fucking gone. Here's a reason not to be a crotchety old man and yell at kids. I'm already a crotchety old I'm 38 years old. <laughs> I am 38 years old and I'm already a crotchety old man. I haven't started yelling at kids yet. But it's coming. <laughs> on ha- yeah. On Halloween night, 1998, Carl Jackson, oh, he was only 21. Oh, fuck. Went with his girlfriend to pick up her nine-year-old son from a party. Okay. Okay. You're doing math, aren't you? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> As they waited, right, a group bro. of teenagers. <laughs> Go ahead. So when I was 21, my wife at the time was 27. <laughs> okay, okay. So she could have so had a 9 yeah. not have been you know, a 13-year-old you know, kid. Yeah, absolutely. Um, anyways, as they waited, a group of teenagers started throwing eggs at their car. Dicks. Jackson decided to get out and speak to the teens. Speak to them or <laughs> scream at them? Okay, okay. <laughs> but as he got back into the car, one of them pulled a gun out and shot him in the head. Fuck me. He died at the scene and the killer was never caught. How old were these kids? It just says teenagers. I mean, that's really it. Like, <laughs> no. He gets out and he's like, hey, you little fuckers, what are you doing? And then, bam, done. Lights out. Doesn't even know what hit him done <sighs> buddy it's terrifying do you know any satanists uh, i've met a few i wouldn't say that i know them i i don't like call them on the reg or anything like that i just said on the reg do you think any of them <laughs> um <laughs> do you think any of them sacrifice black cats on halloween Ooh, i don't know according to this it's an urban legend okay um, it doesn't really say much about it. All right. uh, it says they don't think it's true, but it is an urban legend. Um, let's see. Let's see what else I can find here real quick. Um, uh, a bunch of regular murders. <laughs> Just regular old murders. Whatever. <laughs> Ho hum. <laughs> Oh, my God, it's great. Just freaking great. To this day, no one knows what happened to Hyung Jong Song. Long Dong. Sorry. (laughs) A 39-year-old grad student at Penn State University who disappeared without a trace after leaving a Halloween party after midnight in 2001. Okay. Song had stopped at a friend's home in the early morning hours, still decked out in her bunny costume, and accepted yeah. a lift home at about 4 a.m. Oh, that was a booty call. Yeah, sure. I know. It. Yeah. <laughs> like, she was getting some some ass. Okay. Slightly intoxicated. She Fucking hammered. Inside her home. <laughs> Is more like it. Off. Yeah. Hammered drunk. Drop off her belongings, including her backpack and cell phone. She even removed her false eyelashes. But yeah, Song was herself out. was never seen again. Investigators found no evidence of foul play, foul play and no activity on her credit cards or cell phone. Wow. The case eventually went cold. Well, no shit. 
You got nothing to go on. Man. That's crazy to me, bro. Huh. I don't know. This one doesn't take place on Halloween. I don't know why it's on here. Why do they got to do that? Why do they got to do that to you? Well, let's see. Oh, maybe it does. Uh, So, a murder predicted by a serial killer. All right. David Berkowitz became infamous in the 1970s as the son of Sam serial killer. But not many people know that he could also predict the future. Well, sort of. Anyways, that's what it says here. Okay. Berkowitz was incarcerated when 39-year-old Ronald Sisman and 20-year-old Elizabeth Platzman were beaten and shot to death in their Manhattan home in the early morning hours of Halloween in 1981. Reports the New York Times, a fellow prisoner claimed that the son of Sam had previously told him that a cult was planning to carry out just such a massacre. Jesus. Berkowitz was allegedly even able to describe the victim's apartment to a T, but police didn't have enough evidence to charge him with involvement in the murders, which reclaim or remain unsolved. So it doesn't give a whole lot of detail there. Huh. But apparently he told a fellow inmate that this was going to happen, and it did exactly happen. That, that is pretty jacked up. But it was a murder cult. Yeah. Huh. That's just freaking nuts. Just freaking crazy, bro. I tell you what, man. Halloween is fucked up. Totally fucked up. How about this one? This one is a Marine gone wrong. Okay. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, not everyone's wearing a costume on Halloween. In 2012, in the early hours of the morning after Halloween... A tutu-clad Marine okay. spot a, spotted a uniform-clad Marine man in a wheelchair and thought the man's costume was a weak attempt at mocking the military. Jesus. So he attacked him. Naturally. As the Marine learned upon his arrest, the man's wardrobe was not a comment on our servicemen and women. He was, in fact, a disabled veteran. doesn't say if he was killed or not. <sighs> Goddamn people. Just got to love it. Okay, we'll end on this one. I don't know how crazy it is, but it sounds interesting. Okay. Uh, The most frightening thing about the graveyard kit an Oregon woman bought at Kmart in 2012. I don't know what kind of graveyard kit this is. Oh, it's probably just one of those things that you put up, like decorative things, you know? Yeah, okay. So it was a note she found inside. It was written by a Chinese factory worker who claimed he and others were tortured and enslaved in a forced labor camp, making toys 15 hours a day with no pay or days off. Oh, my God. He went on to plead for the letter to be forwarded to the World Humane Rights Organization, the woman did just that, and the Chinese worker was freed when the camp was exposed months later. No way. That's what it says. That's a feel-good story, huh? Yeah, I guess it is. Oh, man. Way to fucking take the show up. I like that, Koopsick. God. God bless you, sir. 913-730-7255. Give us a call. Shoot us a text. My God. My God. <laughs> Here's a fun one. We'll oh, yeah. So this. you're like, yeah, we're going to do no, it. We'll it you fucker. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> so this man died and collapsed on his porch on Halloween night. Oh. The next morning, the mailman came to deliver letters and just stepped over the body, assuming, assuming that it was just a decoration. It wasn't discovered until hours and hours later that it was actually him. Hours and hours. That's what it says. Fuck. See, and now I feel... He was pretty close (laughs) and thought it was (laughs) he stepped over him. Oh, my God. 
Oh, God. I love it, bro. Absolutely love it. <laughs> so be careful tomorrow night. Yeah, please be careful out there, would you? God. If you have a Halloween horror story, text us or call it in. That's we'll right. Play it on the air. Nine one three. We haven't got a call in in a while. Yeah. Nine one three seven three zero seven two five five. We want to hear your uh, Halloween horror stories. That's for damn sure. My God. Or fun Halloween pranks that didn't end up with you hanging yourself. <laughs> or others. Yeah. Because <laughs> oh clearly if you God. did hang yourself, you wouldn't be able to call it in anyways. That's true. All right, guys. Well, we are going to let you go. Definitely go and check out podbelly.com one more time, guys. Cruise over there. Check them out. Let them know that we sent you. <sighs> yeah, a little something for everybody over there. So go check them out for show. Thank you very much to Podbelly and all the fun things that they do for us. But we're going to let you go for now and talk to you all very, very soon. Peace out.